What is a summertime patriot? Y'all heard me use this term many times. A summertime patriot is someone who is willing to stand up for what's right and willing to take pride in their nation and stand for the rights and liberties and freedoms that we were granted just because we were born here. When it's easy. When it's popular. When it's fun. When it's cool. There are people that talk a good talk, but they do not walk a walk. When shit gets hard, they run. When it's time to make that hard call and say that hard thing. Well, it's don't rock a boat, don't cause drama. Well, surely it can't be that bad. Well, come on. They'll be better than that, won't they? And they sit there and they do nothing. And we've all been guilty of it for far too long. It's how we got to this particular part. Wake up! These are the times that try men's souls. The summer soldier and the sunshine patriot will in this time of crisis shrink from the service of his country. But he that stands by deserves the love and thanks of men and women. Tyranny like hell is not easily conquered. Yet we have this consolation with us that the harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. What obtained too cheap we esteem too lightly. It is dearness only that gives everything its value. We seek fellow winter soldiers because unlike the sunshine patriots, we stand by our country. Through thick and thin, doing whatever it takes to serve it, including exposing the crimes of those in government, in order to steer it back to the right track. Let it be told that in the depth of winter, when nothing but hope and virtue could survive, that the city and the country, alarmed at one common danger, came forth to meet and to repulse it. The term winter soldier is contrast of the summer patriot, who deserted at Valley Ford because things got hard. We were drawing the blood red line, have to be the winter soldiers now. We could be quiet. We could comply and live peaceful lives, but we feel because of what threatens this country, the medical tyranny, the silencing of dissenting voices, not from foreign nations, but our own government, it is why we must speak and stand. Remember the final line of the declaration that we mutually pledged each other, our lives, our fortunes, and our secret honor. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. It must be fought for, protected, for if trouble must come, let it come in our time, so that our children can live. Hello, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. Hi, I'm Tyr. And we have with us a very special guest, someone who used to come on all the time, but then found a better (laughs) life. Fuck you, Bjorn! It's the fucking better better, life. the beautiful bastard. It's Bjorn. What's up? I'm like, I, I I miss my. Uh, I, this is like more of the real world, but now I got to work, and it's like that's supposed to be the real world, you know? Oh, it's not the real world. I fucking hate adulting. <laughs> I hate adulting. Here, here. No, no, no! Don't you do it. <laughs> Don't I do anytime? What? Anytime your voice gets a little higher, he gets a little freaked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. So what did Hoshel do? Oh, okay. So let let's get this show started off just right now. I know that the title of this episode is Jane's Revenge, and I promise you that we're going to get to it because they did. To, they uh. They deserve their own uh, special section. So uh, let's talk about uh, the Supreme Court ruling that came out today, the big one for Second Amendment people that they're running up and down going, yeah, that says that a state does not have the right to have them be no issue or may issue. Now, if you tried to get a gun in several states, you had to prove the reasoning That you needed to carry a gun, concealed or otherwise, or to have a permit that allowed you to carry a gun. You simply could never. Uh, May uh, may issue and no issue are people... Go ahead. 
I was just going to say, I just dawned on me and I kind of feel bad for this. Welcome back to the shit show. You you pop in just in time for us to shit all over your state. Fuck my state like that with this, honestly. Because I, I, I don't want to even cut you off, but thinking about like what you're just saying, Pops, if you want to conceal carry and you're not former law enforcement, like you have to prove that you're like if you're a business owner who carries cash, like you got to prove you have to, it's got to be a certain amount of cash. It's got to be a certain amount of days. Like they really make you jump through hoops. And if you had one, like you worked for a security agency or uh, private security, you could carry one for work, but never when you were off duty. They wouldn't allow it. Yeah, basically, they were saying, uh, essentially, no, you don't you don't have the right. And the Supreme Court said, oh, yes, you have a right. And they even preempted what Hochul was going to say when she fucking lost her shit over this. In the actual agreement, they said, and it pertains to current weapons as well as ones from the time that the Second Amendment was written. Why did they put that in? Because Hotrell said that they meant muskets. And she would be okay with muskets. The fuck she would. The yeah. fuck she would. Let me tell you what damage a fucking 50 caliber musket ball does to the human body. And tell me you'd be okay with a musket. <laughs> Let her fucking security details start carrying muskets then. Right? Yeah, she fucking likes it. Here's the deal about this. It's like, in... New York, in the city, they got rid of stop, question, frisk. All they would say is stop, frisk. They always forget about the question. Once they repealed stop, question, frisk, people started carrying guns again. The city right now is worse off than it was in the fucking 70s when there was a hiring freeze during the crack epidemics. Uh, well, the crack, crack epidemic didn't come until a little bit later. But there was a hiring freeze throughout the 70s. They were pretty much burning the city down. There was fucking thousands of murders a year but they're freaking out about people who legally go to obtain a gun and carry it to protect themselves when there's been nothing but gun violence for so many years from people legally carrying guns that they're more concerned about shitting on the rights of law-abiding citizens than actually getting – you know, the, all these gun laws are – we have the most restrictive gun laws for law-abiding citizens in the nation. One of, one of our state here, New York, is one of the few that has so many laws that restrict them, you know, because we're a blue fucking state, of course. And well, Hochul went one step farther. She said she's mm-hmm. going to ignore the Supreme Court ruling. That the authority of the governor supersedes that of the Constitution. She must have been taking the same fucking classes that that retarded fucking vice president of ours did when she said uh, when she was doing her Juneteenth fucking speech well, in the classroom. Theoretically, neither one of them was elected. Just saying. I know Hochul is easy to prove. She was not elected. It's just Andrew Cuomo got caught and she was the default <laughs> So she believes she can do whatever the fuck she wants because she wasn't there. She wasn't voted in. No, but it's like, just it was, one Democrat was more was so bad that they couldn't fucking ignore it in the mainstream media. Is the only reason that she's fucking governor right now. And let's face it, fucking Cuomo probably picked her because they, if anything ever happened, they'd look at her and say, "We don't want her. We want him. Let's look, overlook his shit." But that didn't work. Well, it did for a while. He'll return to politics. Who are we kidding? But yes. like again, you know, they're they're tra- like the problem is it's not the, the gun laws. We got so many gun laws, it doesn't stop fucking gun violence. The problem is that people are illegally carrying guns and are soft on crime fucking DAs, are uh, bail reform bullshit, and all this other stuff is allowing massive uh, major criminals with crazy amounts of recidivism to get back on the street and do the same shit over and over again. And then well, they wonder why people got killed because it's the gun's fault. Here's my question. You're a, you're a former officer. So let me, let me ask you a question because everybody wants to say, go, well, if we only had these crimes, you know, if only, if, if we only had these laws and this pertains to the rhino fucking Republicans who are trying to betray us on the, the red flag laws. So let me, let me, uh, let me ask you some questions. Is murder illegal? 100%. Okay. 
it's a robbery illegal. It is. Unless you're in the government. I, I understand that government <laughs> robbery is a whole different thing. Armed robbery, uh, kidnapping, all of these are illegal. Uh, yeah. To go into a grocery store and open up fire and kill all these people. <gasps> That's illegal, right? 100%. So why do they think that the, that the bad guy who goes to get the gun and go, well, I'm not going to pass a... I'm not going to pass a background check. I guess I can't. You have a gun. Or uh, I I uh, I can't go down the street to the shady people on the corner and just pick up a gun. Why do we think that they're going to pay attention to the other laws if they're already killing people? No. I, I got to be honest. So even, even if it was that much easier for them to go get a fucking gun and register it, and still use it for crimes, it'd be fucking traceable. So it wouldn't make any sense. They're not using traceable fucking weapons. They're using traceable weapons that belong to somebody else that they fucking stole or obtained illegally. But, you know, hey, look, again, it used to be uh, um, anything above $1,000 uh, stolen used to be a grand larceny in most states. But apparently uh, in California now, you can walk into a store as long as you walk out with under, you know, a thousand dollars worth of stuff. They they can't even call the police. Or the police won't even show up. So the the governor's going to ignore it. We already have a president who said that regardless of what happens with the Roe v. Wade decision, that they're going to sit here and declare a national emergency. All right. Now before we get into Jane's, because I think that you need to understand that violence is increasing in the United States on a scale that I don't think we've seen. Like, ever. Like, this is 1854 shit. The Red Kansas incident. You know, where, you know, Antifa named themselves off of the John Brown uh, gun club. You know, the guy who was the abolitionist running around and killing slavers. Straight out killing them. And it escalated. And the only reason that the Red Kansas incident stopped was because the actual Civil War broke out. This is the only reason it stopped. So, and, well, and it only stopped while they were having the Civil War. Then it sparked right back up because Kansas. Yeah, but John was, Brown was dead at that point. Yeah, but I mean, I, I'm talking was, about him specifically. Oh, yeah. Well, he was one of those people that was dumb and decided that you know let let let's go win an impossible fight. All right. So, with that being said. Let, let's talk about let's talk about the fact that we have a president who has already used the Defense Production Act twice, right? He used the Defense Production Act. Uh, well, okay, make that about to be three. The first one was I command companies to sit here and make baby food because I can't sit here and get off my ass and authorize the plants that are designed for it to open because I have an agenda. That was one. Two, we're going to sit here and use the Defense Production Act to push solar energy, even though 1.4 million of them had to be recalled because they're being built by people who aren't designed to do it. Not going to introduce fuel, not going to introduce natural gas, none of that. No, 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 no. Just solar power going to use the Defense Production Act. So <clears throat> he has, hold on, let me, let me finish my story before we go off. So he has he has decided to privatize or federalize the baby food production and federalize the solar power to sit here and use the powers. But he just made an announcement today that is going to go over oh so well. He sits here and he threatened the oil companies and the individual gas station owners that if they don't lower the price, yeah. he's going to take action. Oh, sorry. Hold on. He did it in this way. I'm going to take action. I'm serious. You thought I was going to do it, didn't you? Look at that. Look at that. Look, look at the look, look, look. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he did. He's He's yeah, he is. <laughs> so like... it freaks me out, okay? It's not my fault. Yeah. The first time he did it, I was not in the right state of mind for it. So, like, I mean, when you just you just made a reference to the violence in this country, and then you look at what our this this administration is doing, I'm not even going to say our administration. And you know, I was on Fire Island 
last week I took pictures. I was out in the ocean at night, like out on the beach at night. And I took pictures, right? And I showed you all the fucking cargo ships that are stuck out at fucking sea waiting to enter New York Harbor that I could see from the fucking beach all the way out on Long Island. Right. So they're implementing these shortages. They're, you know, inflation's through the roof. They're trying to trample everyone's fucking rights. And they're worried about, and the violence that's going on, they're blaming on guns and they're blaming on the people who legally own guns. But they're inciting this. They're fucking inciting this 150 fucking percent. The the bottom line is that, you know, and now he's going to go after gas station owners for the price of gas when, I mean, let's face it. In New York, it's it's up there. I don't even know what it's at right now, but it, it's fucking up there. Um, it changes every fucking day. I I, get, I guarantee they're not really making much of a profit. They're not off the gas. They they're making profit off of people okay, going you know inside what, their store. Worked, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Having worked as a manager at a gas station, over three different gas stations in a chain, I know for a fact that nine times out of ten, when you're looking at that price, we're maybe making a penny. Penny on a gallon. gallon, a penny on a gallon. The vast majority of these places make their money on their convenience store side. Yeah. Okay. Now the stores. oil companies only have a profit margin of nine percent, which means they only make nine percent on every dollar, right? The gas station companies now, and where you were working, that may be true, but for most gas stations where that are competitive, like there's a whole bunch of them right next to each other, right? Their gas is their loss leader. Like they lose money That's on their gas. Times out of ten, you're maybe making a penny. And if, if they sit here and if they buy it, and all of a sudden they decide to open up the pipelines, they're going to get screwed because they're going to have to sell their their gas at the pro at the price at which they got it, or lower than they got it, which means you're going to drive more small businesses out of order. But by using the Defense Production Act and threatening, he has literally become a fascist Venezuelan dictator. And the reason I say that is because the very first thing, or one of the very first things he did was sit here and federalize the energy sector. So if you sit here and you tell people what they can and cannot charge, then you sit here and have... Uh, you sit here and you have a government, a fascist government, an actual dictionary definition fascist government going on where they control. And if he sits here and decides, oh, well, we're having a national emergency because I'm all, I already told the, the farmers that they needed to grow twice the amount of food for the food shortage. They can't do it because they can't afford it. And he nationalizes all of that. He is the fascist dictator that everybody oh, yeah. swore up and down would be Donald Trump. No, 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 no. Yeah. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Do you remember right before we realized that nothing was going to happen, that Biden was going to be president one way or the other? Remember when I told you that I gave it less than less than five years, we would be a socialist nation, not because we voted it, but because that we couldn't stop it. Fair. Look, he's driving us into a fucking famine. Look, like, you know, having farmers burn the majority of their fucking crops, uh, you know, or saying that they're not going to be able to do business. If it's not bad enough there. If it's not bad enough there. Business with the government. Go ahead. I say it's not even just that. I mean, think about we, we, we know about how many times, you know, how much of the production was cut down, right? You know, kill your cattle, kill your chickens, kill, you know, turn under your wheat, all these different things that they told them to destroy. Add on top of that another exponential problem of all the processing plants burning. I mean, for Christ's sake, there was a pizza processing plant that burned and red cross was there and no one besides pops that i could think of asked why the fuck red cross was there yeah <laughs> i always ask the weird questions but more importantly you realize that right now the food shortages that you see in the stores the price is based off of product that we produced last year 
in August, that runs out. If you do not have food stored now, please, for the love of God, do it. Or find somebody who's going to help you do it. Please, please get out of the cities. Become self-sufficient. If not, you're going to die. It is their plan. And shit is going to get real here in tomorrow is the last day of the week for decisions. And then they only have one more week officially. I'm kind of hoping I, I kind of want to take a week off because uh, 4th of July is going to be some serious shit. But I have a feeling that they, that it's going to be a whole different podcast when when we come back from our little break. And I don't think it's going to be, we need to pick up arms. It is going to be reporting what cities have fallen. It's going to be reporting, here's where you can find information to get you out of the shitholes that you're at. Here's how you sit here. You know, it, I have a feeling that shit is going to pop off. Although I do think it is genius of the Supreme Court to sit here and announce the uh, the right to carry before the Roe v. Wade, so maybe that kind of deters it. But if the think about it, if you have states, if you have presidents who basically said ignore the uh, ignore the fucking uh, Supreme Court, ignore the Supreme Court. You have a governor in Oregon right now. That bitch who sit here and already implemented, she said she's asking, or she said she's not asking, she's telling you. Isolation and lockdown. No more than six people together, no more than one home, period. So I guess if you have a seventh kid, you're fucked. No, just kidding. But no, I sit here and... <laughs> but they're already locking down in Oregon. Now, if I believed that it, they want to blame it on, you know, they want to put on the face mask and they want to blame it on COVID or they want to blame it on monkeypox or whatever they want to blame it on, right? Because the dumbass who is the potato in chief has already said there is a second pandemic, second coming. pandemic coming. So they're locking up Oregon already, even though it violates the Constitution. She you know said why? she doesn't care. Oh, I know. It's because the fucking riots. Well, no, it's 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 actually a lot more insidious than that. When you, I, I've said it how many times about that video that came out of Canada, that actually made me even tear up with when the the kid looked at the the construction worker that wasn't wearing a mask and goes, "He has a face." With with all the mask wearing, we have taken the identity, the individuality out. Yep. And what we're doing is we're just we're. Making, and I know you get tired of me saying this, but pseudo-intellectual pablum puking fucking automatons is what we're making. We're making robots that are going to do what we tell them. Do you know, though, I, I just replaced my phone a few weeks ago. I got a new a new iPhone. And when you I was setting it up for the facial ID, it gives you the option to set it up with the mask. Yes. Yeah. What, like, what the fuck? You know, All right. I, uh, <laughs> Before we go off on talking about the mass, and because that is not the purpose of this episode. This episode is to tell you one of the players that has already threatened violence. Already threatened? They've already and committed violence. violence. Now, you asked me yesterday, you asked me yesterday, when was the last time a pro-life group attacked an abortion clinic? Since 1977, all right, which is how long that they've kept records. There have been eight murders, 17 attempted murders, 42 bombings, and 186 arsons that targeted abortion clinics and abortion providers across the United States. The most recent one was in 2015, and it's usually done by these ultra right-wing, you know, crazy church people that give themselves names like Westboro Baptist Church or give themselves names like the the angels of God. We're not talking, 
your average citizen. And I guess in this case, we're not talking about your average citizen when yes, we, we talk are. about James Revenge, but... Yes, we are. Your friend Ash is a fucking moron, all right? The general consensus of the population of the United States is that fucking stupid. So, let's go... Gotten so you don't... I'm not biting that one. <laughs> All right, so the FBI is currently investigating attacks against anti-abortion centers. And I love how they say it's anti-abortion centers, right? When in reality, it is crisis pregnancy centers, right? With Jane's revenge claiming responsibility. Federal authorities are investigating a wave of attacks across the country on anti-abortion crisis pregnancy centers with a shadowy group calling itself Jane's revenge claiming responsibility. In Buffalo, New York, they reportedly firebombed Compass Care, which bills itself as an anti-abortion pregnancy resource center. Asheville, North Carolina, James Revenge claims to have attacked Mountain Area Pregnancy Services. The center had broken windows, doors, spray-painted graffiti that said, no forced birth, and if abortions aren't safe, neither are you. On June 15th in Minnesota, the Minnesota Citizens Concerned for Life's office was attacked for the second time in a month with shattered windows and painted messages that read, Abortion is Liberation. Paul Stark, Communication Director of the Minnesota Citizens Concerned for Life, said the vandalism is troubling. They embrace physical violence. They embrace the sort of approach to advancing their ideology that is very disturbing. They're calling it an extreme left-wing group in the media, who reportedly claim responsibility. James Revenge wrote Minnesota Citizen Concerned for Life as the largest anti-abortion organization in so-called Minnesota and responsible for untold amounts of suffering. As a result of their anti-science propaganda campaigns, ghoulish legislative attempts at social control and support for hateful, bigoted politicians. So in a small gesture of defiance and joy, we decided to smash all their windows and leave them a message from our friend Jane. Now, for those of you who don't know the history of Jane's uh, revenge, Jane, right, the organization that they based, that they got their name from, back in Chicago, prior to Roe v. Wade, used to sit here and help these women get illegal abortions at the time. That's where it came from. But let's talk about some of their communiques, shall we? Right. Let's talk. I mean, I can go talk about when the pro-lifers firebomb, but they are they are far and few enough that when it does happen, it becomes news. Let that sink in. Not the not the crazy ones, but if it does happen to what we consider a moderate type of person, it becomes national news. Not because of how often it happens, but because of how rare it happens. Jane's Revenge has attacked 51 pregnancy care centers, not individuals. Some were attacked more than once, right? 51, right? And the media doesn't cover it at all. So Now, that's just been since well, what? When? That is that's since the leak of Roe v. Wade decision in the Supreme Court. Which was, what, a month now, ago? Like, May 8th, yes. So, so like, this, this is what I love, though. What you did say is that when the media did report, they said an extreme left-wing uh group like now they're extreme because they're resorting to violence no like every other that's not why they're like, extreme why are they extreme they're considered extreme because they're operating outside of the regular channels oh. that is why I, mean, they're I was gonna say that because i was gonna say that's a uh that's that's all of a sudden the violence i mean that every 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 left uh agenda is marked is used uses violence one way or another and it's and it's always brushed under the rug you know everybody wants to hang on to january 6th they won't talk about the billions and billions of dollars that four billion dollars four billion dollars is what black lives matter and antifa did during the summer of love love. they killed 32 people Mm -hmm. 32 people they killed in the name of social justice right and most of them were black people david dorn rest in peace And yet they want to scream up and down about social justice. When you have a president, a sitting president, whose vice president actively campaigned to release these felonous lawbreakers, rioters, release them, 
and had left-wing politicians who sit here and funded their campaigns to get them out on bail, to get them released for jail, you can take that January 6th shit and push it up your ass. You know, we had we had the vice president stand up on fucking Memorial Day or whatever or whatever and say um, Pearl Harbor, 9-11, and January 6th, the three days that will live. Like, like they use it as a fucking rallying cry, but they ignore the fact of all the state, local uh, damage that has been done, all the uh, state uh, houses that have been broken into and government buildings that have been destroyed. In the in the name of social justice by the left, and they're going to hang on to January sixth, uh, and even the fucking um, the the police who were guarding who died two days later of heart attacks at quietly in their home, you know they're still they're attributing those deaths to Jan- January fucking sixth. Like you, you know, the whole the whole thing about using violence for social justice is fucking ridiculous. And it's a the left loves to fucking rally and yell and say you guys are violent, you guys are racist, you guys are this. Uh, where it's pro-choice for them as long as it's their choice. It's my body, my choice as long as you're doing what they want you to do, but not when you want to infringe on what they want to do. And it's not even an infringement; it's just giving the the rights back to the state. And the last I checked, especially in my fucking blue state. There's going to be plenty of blue states out there where people could still go get their fucking New Jersey has already started to market itself, knowing what decision is coming, has yeah. already decided to market itself as the abortion sanctuary capital. They're going to give businesses and people who want abortions incentives to move to New York or to New Jersey. How fucked yeah. up is that? Come, come All right, Mr. Tier, you're care. being awfully quiet. What's up? I'm not going to bite when it comes to Ash because do you remember how many debates we had? I was Ash when we first met. No, that we you could were get Ash. that we could okay, but that we could work together, right? That we could come together to fight the tyranny of the government. That left and right could come together and we could hold hands and sing kumbaya. Okay, maybe I, I wasn't had, quite that I bad. Had but technical issue uh, difficulties that night. I missed that second half of that, so I don't even so, know. But you you do understand that it was out it was weeks and weeks and weeks that we debated back and forth. You mellowed out and I had to fucking apologize that I was wrong. Well, not apologize, but admit that you cannot negotiate with people who seek to see you dead. Cannot negotiate with fucking terrorists, okay? You know that I will hold that to my grave as the one and only time I have ever won an argument with Bob. But it took weeks <laughs> and weeks and weeks to sit here and and it did blunt your sharp edge some as well. Yeah, no, and, we and just kind of met together, right? Now you don't know Ash very well, right? You literally in one podcast episode tried to break each other down and neither one of you were going to do that it took us weeks and how many times i mean for hours like our lives were like eight hours fucking long debating back and forth right right no no you're fair that's a fair point no that's why i'm not jumping on that that particular oh, I incident. I was trying to get I was trying to get a rise out of you because I know you're gonna sneak in that one creepy sound at some point. Oh no, I'm gonna torture you on the call tonight. Don't worry about it. Because I want to <laughs> torture everybody else. So what what strikes me is that this is not it's something that you said and I got to thinking about it. It's like when when we do something when our side and I hate to say our side because even I don't sit with extremists like that, but when when our side does something that drastic, it's considered an anomaly and it's news. When their side does something that drastic, it's just Tuesday. No, when their side does something that point? drastic, it, it, when their side does something that that, it, that drastic, again, it's, it's in the call for social justice and it's something that needed to be done, in their opinion, because they're so oppressed 
what else can they it's do? It's a fucking mental illness is what it is. It's a fucking mental illness. They Liberalism have... is a fucking mental illness, and the reason why is it's oppressive for you to carry through the natural progression of fucking life, which means, hey, you decided to ride somebody's dick. They came inside you, and guess what? Bada-bing, bada-bang, bada-boom, birds and the bees, you're fucking pregnant. Maybe if you weren't sleeping around like a fucking whore, you wouldn't be in that situation. Now, here's the second thing on the flip side. Maybe if the person you were sleeping around with gave a damn about you and actually wrapped their tool, you wouldn't be in that situation but then again who am i to fucking judge i guess but i'm sitting here going this is ridiculous you're literally willing to burn churches burn clinics they aren't even going for churches they're going for fucking maternity clinics people who have made the choice on their own and want to have a baby and it's that whole you have the right to an opinion it's your right your your body your choice as long as you agree with me right they rather kill a baby than take a pill because a pill is oppressive well, Does that make they, fucking sense? see, this is what I don't get. It's all about is, fucking rights. Where's the right of the fucking baby? Well, okay. This is what I, I, I get it. I don't like it. I don't want to understand it. But we live in a society where we have taken away all accountability. Where, where you are not accountable for your own actions. Where we have people who will get on a social media app and bitch about shit that happened to them, even though they were the cause of the problem. We have women who will claim that it is oppressive for them to be pregnant when it's very simple to not get pregnant is to not have fucking sex or to use methods of birth control. Heaven for fucking bid. We actually want somebody to be fucking accountable for their actions. But oh no, we can't fucking do that shit. There was this there was this lefty bitch. Yes, I'm not being polite. I have no filter at the moment. So there was this lefty bitch. And that's the best way to even describe her. Because you know what? If you're going to outlaw abortions, then we're not going to have sex. I was like, I want you to say that again, but slowly, because you just so woke woke so hard you actually came around to the conservative viewpoint. <laughs> <laughs> but you sit here and you have these people who don't want any accountability for their actions, and it breeds violence. It bleeds more debauchery. Let me give you a perfect example of how we know that we live in a fucking clown world of no accountability. The CDC came out of fucking guidelines about how to deal with monkeypox. You know, masturbate six feet away from each other, wear clothes, cover your sores. That is not what I want to talk about. I think that, oh, no kissing, right? Have virtual sex, right? Here's what I want to talk about. 99% of all fucking monkeypox cases are because of gay men having gay men sex. Yet the fucking flyer is heteronormative fucking people. One woman and one man. Let that sink in. We don't want to talk about the fucking monkeypox spreading across the world because it's fucking Pride Month. Hey, I think this is a fucking sign from God that well, no, monkeypox no, comes out on fucking Pride Month. Hello? You can say that, you can say that all you want, but I got something commercial. else to say. I got fucking something else to say. The only two ways to get monkeypox up to this point have been what? Gay sex. Fucking a monkey. And fucking a monkey. Like you know, what's funny is that it's it's a, a hetero couple on that on that flyer. But if it was a fucking you know, I don't know, a cereal commercial, a fucking any type of commercial, it would be you know they have no. Oh no 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 no. You know what's that? Because okay, the look. LGBT community would never allow them to be. Like I said, monkeypox is not monkeypox; it's now gaypox. So they would never allow. Never allow a, a negative ad like catching monkeypox. Like, look at the HIV PSAs that come out. None of them are gay couples. They they still do the intersectionality of where you have the where you have the the blacks and the whites and the Hispanics, and they're all intermingling and breeding so that they get they hit all those intersectionality points. But they're not talking about gays. They don't call it outright. There's no way they're going to let that happen. Okay, look, look, like, look, we're talking about sexuality at this point, but it's not even just that. You mentioned mental health. Like, I saw something earlier where the guy goes, you know, when did we start, you know, gatekeeping mental health where some people's mental health mattered and some people's didn't? Maybe when you all started fucking abusing it. 
All right, maybe again. when you all started, no, no, let me finish. Maybe when you all started using it to emotionally extort or to get away with fucking behavior to avoid accountability for your actions. And it's just the same with monkeypox. It's just the same with the CDC. Look at the CDC. We proved that they overinflated the fucking numbers for deaths and nothing fucking happened. Nothing Basically, changed. They lied to us. They locked us down. They fucking destroyed our nation. And what happened? People bent over and said, please, daddy, can I have some more? Fair. Well, and again, I mean, we... again, the, the people coming up right now, the, the young kids coming up right now were raised to, to think that their feelings, when the, their feelings were hurt, it was an act of fucking violence and that their opinions actually fucking matter. We treated everybody yep. like they're fucking special. Guess what? You're not fucking it's special. Fucking Your special. inability to function does not mean that I have to accept fucking mediocrity. All right. So now let's focus back on because we know when the when violence happens in this country, it's going to be started with either glowworm organizations like Patriot Front. Did right? they just get arrested in a U-Haul? Yeah. Because they're stupid. Look, if you're going to run around with a mask and dress like Jake from fucking State Farm, then you need to sit here and not all shave and wear some MAGA flags, not just the American flag. But we know... Better than U-Haul also. Right? Well, well, not only that, but we know who the bad guys are going to be. It's going to be organizations like Jane's Revenge. It's going to be BLM. It's going to be Antifa. It's going to be your Boogaloo Boys. It's going to be, you know, name your your freaking uh, Black Liberation Army. It's going to be the Black Panthers. It's going to be the KKK. The one thing all of them happen or have in common, they're all lefties. So let's listen to one of our bad people, Jane's Revenge, their first communique. This, uh, they sit here and they, they uh, uh, in Madison, Wisconsin, was set on fire on May 8th, 2022, by a Molotov attack. This is their communique. They admit that this is them. So how the fuck the FBI has not snatched these people's souls? Uh, same reason they haven't found the the pipe bomber from January 6th. All right, first communique. This is not a declaration of war. War has been upon us for decades, a war which we did not want and did not provoke. Too long have we been attacked for asking for basic medical care. Too long have we been shot, bombed, and forced into childbirth without consent. This is only a warning. We demand the disbanding of all anti-choice establishments, fake clinics, and violent anti-choice groups within the next 30 days. This is not a mere difference of opinion, as some have framed it. We are literally fighting for our lives. We will not sit still while we are killed and forced into servitude. We have run thin on patience and mercy for those who seek to strip us of what little autonomy we have left. As you, continu- as you continue to bomb clinics and assassinate doctors within impu- with impunity, so too shall we adopt increasingly extreme tactics to maintain freedom over our own bodies. We are forced to adopt the minimum military requirements for a political struggle. Again, this was only a warning. Next time, the infrastructure of the enslavers will not survive. Medical imperialism will not face a passive enemy. Wisconsin is the first flashpoint. We are all over the U.S. And we will issue no further warnings. And we will not stop. And we will not back down. And we will not hesitate to strike until the inalienable right to manage our own health is returned to us. We are not one group of many. We are in your city. We are in every city. Your repression only strengthens our accompliceship and resolve. Jane's Revenge. That's the first one. You know what's sad? What? I actually wouldn't be against that that communique if it was the kids that are being murdered being speaking, because then it would be true. Fair. All right. Second communique. This is in reference. This is May 30th. So they were quiet until May. Th- well, they weren't quiet, but they didn't send any more communique until May 30th, where it was announced a night of rage. An autonomous call to action against patriarchal supremacy. Within the month, we anticipate a verdict we will that, uh, will be issued that overturns Roe v. Wade, setting in motion an evisceration of abortion access across the so-called United States. This is an event that should inspire rage in millions of people who can get pregnant, and yet the response thus far has been tepid. 
We have agonized over this apparent absence of indignation. What, it is, uh, what is it that we are so afraid to unleash hell upon those who are destroying us? Fear of state rep, uh, repression is valid, but this goes deeper than that. Your anger has been stolen from you. To this we say no more. We need to get angry. We need the state to feel our full wrath. We need to express this madness fully and with ferocity. We need to quit containing ourselves. We need them to be afraid of us. Last week, an evil creature slaughtered 19 children and two teachers in their classroom in Texas. While some may call this horrific act senseless or random, we know that's not the case. We know that this was an act of male domination and patriarchal violence meant to make women children and teachers live in fear. Let me finish the sentence. We know it is deeply connected to the reproductive violence about to be unleashed on this land by an illegitimate institution founded in white supremacy. There's more to it, but go ahead. Say what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. Wait. Patriarchal? The dude wanted to cut his fucking junk off and be a woman. He was a fucking transy. He was a fucking twink. And you're wanting to say it. No, okay. Why don't you all just call it like you think and call it, you know, a, a late-term abortion? You know what? Okay, so wait, 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 wait. You're telling me that some twink that that has a mental illness and thinks that he's a woman and dresses as a woman, um, that's masculine. That's patriarchal, but some twink who gets in a bathing suit and swims is brave. You know, the sheer level of cognitive dissonance and mental gymnastics it takes to go through that level of stupidity is applaudable, actually. I mean, that's... Well, these are people who are only reading fucking headlines, let's face it. They're not reading stories, they're reading headlines, and they're fucking running with it. But at the same time, how many times did Trump, during his fucking presidency, sit down with a reporter, and even after he did it a million times, they said, are you going to denounce white supremacy, right? How many fucking times? And now let me ask you this. How many of these fucktards who are in power in our government right now are going to denounce this group or Black Lives Matter or any other? And I got you, uh, they fund them. Uh, no, or or any other fucking domestic terrorist organization, which is what they are, how many of them will actually denounce them? Do you know what's sad? You could take their entire stuff, get rid of the whole women oppression thing, and just say as an American or as a patriot or a constitutionalist and rewrite the entire thing. So that it sounded like it was somebody who supported the Constitution. And that person would be in jail today. 100%. Today. Again, I, I said this, I think, on one of the other podcasts. A lot of the shit went sideways when everybody started getting their own fucking flags. You know what? You want to be gay. You want to be fucking trans. You want to be whatever the fuck you are. But the bottom line is, you get that right under the flag of the United States of America, where we're all supposed to be independent and free, and also be able to make our own choices about our body, about our sexuality, about the life we lead, without uh, without it being impeded upon by government or anybody else. And the bottom line is that now the American flag is bad for whatever reason, and everybody's got to push their fucking pronouns and their fucking causes down your fucking throat. And if you don't agree with them, you're a fucking racist, you're fucking this, you're fucking that. I was going to say you're a fucking communist, but that's what the fuck they want because they think that that's that's better than a democracy, but they have no idea that most communist countries, most of the people who carry those flags or want to live those lives are getting fucking handcuffed and thrown off buildings. All right, let me finish. We have a lot yeah, of stuff. Said. And you see... Stop. And and I don't mind the things, but we have a really... We have a lot of... They've said a lot of shit. I just want people to be informed. So, let me, let, me, let me finish. We cannot think of a clear example in this time of need for autonomously organized self-defense networks. We cannot think of a clearer example of the desperate need for those who can get pregnant to learn how to confront misogynist violence directly. We also believe this unlearning of our self-containment can begin in the streets when we organize alongside one another to confront state forces of evil and domination. 
Several weeks ago, we watched and waited as self-proclaimed feminist organizations and nonprofits took the lead on arranging their demure little rallies for freedom. We were told to let them handle it and to defer to the political machinery that has thus far failed to secure our liberation. In a world where the news media has an attention span of about 24 hours on their best day, we knew these hollow gestures would fail to capture attention. We knew we were witnessing counterinsurgency in action. We cannot sit idly by anymore while our anger is yet again channeled into democratic fundraisers and peace parades with the police. We were even told we must cooperate with them because they work alongside abortion providers and clinic escorts, a group of people who, at this moment in time, cannot possibly risk their lives or their livelihoods any further than they already are. We honor these providers and their services. We do not honor those who use them as a shield against direct and militant action. We believe the greatest honor we could give them would be to act meaningfully in their name. The time to act was decades ago. The next best time is now. Whatever form your fury takes, the first step is feeling it. The next step is carrying that anger out into the world and expressing it physically. Consider this your call to action. On the night the final ruling is issued, a specific date we cannot yet predict, but we know it is arriving imminently, we are asking for courageous hearts to come out after dark. Whoever you are, and wherever you are, we are asking for you to do what you can to make your anger known. We have selected a time of 8 p.m. for actions nationwide to begin, but know that this is a general guideline. There may be other considerations involved in planning time and place. We do not claim to speak for every community or crew. We are simply calling out to you, and we hope your answer, you answer our cries. To the cis male allies who would be interested in joining us in the streets, we say you are certainly welcome. But you must use your privilege to shield and support us in a way that also enables us to get angry. Do not police us. Do not tell us what is and isn't appropriate. But do aid us where we're in need. We must also say, do not wait until the verdict arrives to organize. Make plans now. Take action now. It is not enough to share images on Twitter and Instagram. Though this is still important to do, we cannot sustain this movement any longer with the same few hundred people who have been beaten down over and over and over again. We must not only circulate this call on social media, but reach out to communities who may not be in touch with radical circles online. Mass action requires mass outreach. We would not be issuing this call if we did not believe in our bones and this kind of action is possible. We've witnessed the women of Argentina, Mexico, Poland organize uh, organize on, uh, autonomously for their reproductive liberation. We know it can be done, but we need every soul reading this to do their part. To those who work to oppress us, if abortion isn't safe, you aren't either. We are everywhere. Sign Jane's Revenge. <laughs> Can you imagine if a two-way activist issued a manifesto like that? We, 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 we would be dead. No, what's funny is I posted that video earlier where I made a comment about the, the little people, the, the little dog syndrome, where they will write a check and expect you to cash it because they don't have the testicular fortitude. Is that not what they just did right there? It goes, hey, hey, white men, the ones that are, you know, the simps that want to, you know, I hate to tell you this, but the people that are defending you, the simps, are not going to shield you very well. They but... basically said, please take the bullet for us. That, yeah. that is basically what they said. It, was a, it sounds like a declaration a declaration of fucking war and it honestly, is a declaration, a declaration of, war. of war you know they took the oh go ahead it, your terms are acceptable reagan reagan would have the fucking national guard out all over the place on the night of this but our fucking well not i mean our fucking city or my fucking government they're gonna let it fucking burn my fucking uh state anyway and do you want to know why do you want to know why? Because this organization took the exact opposite approach of Q. Q said, wait on the plan. Q said, stay at home. Stay out of our way. We have operatives. And Jane's Revenge says, join us. Take action. Yeah. Get angry. The government is fucking you over. The exact same thing that the Patriots should be fucking saying. Get up. Get organized. Listen to what they said. The best time to organize was decades ago. The second best time is now. Listen 
to those words. Those are the words that patriots should be speaking. No, wait on the plan. Superman is coming. It's all in the cards, right? All right, let me because read again, the last go, one. Go, again, going back, though, if a patriot, a 2A activist, a constitutionalist, was able to speak up and say something like that, their ass would be thrown or detained, thrown in jail, or fucking confined so quick that you wouldn't even know what fucking happened. If the yep. three of us met in a fucking you know, library one day to talk about what's wrong and what we should do, we would be uh, insurrectionists. You know, we, we, we I would I had to be... tell you this, but the time is coming very quickly where we're already going to be insurrectionists. Hey, hey, Beyond, I don't know if you've paid attention to my recent content, but it always seems to start with the same one. I've been told that I'm the villain so often that I've decided to fucking embrace it. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I made the comment the other, day, the other day. Ban every other day. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, oh, I know that feeling. Well, here's here's the thing. Like, I used to be a... I used to be a conservative because I thought we should conserve the way of, you know, the American way of life. Now I've realized that there's only two options. It's only revolution to rip it down and restoration to rebuild it. All right. Let there me finish. No These are the people that we're supposed to be at peace with. Hold on. Here's their most recent one. This came out June 15th. Now remember the 30 days, right? So this one came out June 15th. This is their most recent one that I've found so far. You have seen that we are real and that we are not merely pushing empty words. As we said, we are not one group, but many. You have seen us in Madison, Wisconsin, Fort Collins, Colorado, Risertown, Massachusetts, Olympia, Washington, Des Moines, Iowa, Linwood, Washington, Washington, D.C., Asheville, North Carolina, Buffalo, New York, Hollywood, Florida. Vancouver, Washington, Frederick, Massachusetts, Denton, Texas, Gresham, Oregon, Eugene, Oregon, Portland, Oregon, among many others. And we work in countless locations invisibly. You've read the communiques from the various cells. You've seen the proliferation message in graffiti and everywhere or and elsewhere. And you know that we are serious. We were surprised to see 30 days come and 30 days pass with no sign of con, uh, consilience or even bare minimum of self-reflection from you who impersonate healthcare providers in order to harm the vulnerable. History may not repeat itself, but it certainly rhymes. And we've already seen such standards where medical autonomy is stripped away. Humanity is increasingly criminalized and merely surviving becomes largely untenable. Your 30 days expired yesterday. We offered an honorable way out. You could have walked away. Now the leash is off. And we will make it as hard as possible for your campaign of oppression to continue. We have demonstrated in the past month how easy and fun it is to attack. We are versatile, we are mercurial, and we answer to no one but ourselves. We promise to take increasingly drastic measures against oppressive infrastructures, record that we will. And those measures may not come in the form of something so easily cleaned up as fire and graffiti. Sometimes you will see what we do, and you will know that it is us. Sometimes you will think you merely are unlucky, because you cannot see the ways which we interfere in your affairs. But your pointless attempts to control others and make life more difficult will not be met passively. Eventually, your insurance companies and your financial backers will realize that you are a bad investment. From here forward, any anti-choice group who closes their doors and stops operating will no longer be a target. But until you do, it's open season. And we know where your operations are. The infrastructure of the enslavers will not survive. We will never stop, never back down, never slow down, or never retreat. We did not want this, but it is upon us, and so we must deal with it proportionately. We exist in confluence and solidarity with all others in the struggle for complete liberation. 
Our recourse now is to defend ourselves and to build robust, caring communities of mutual aid so that we may heal ourselves without the need of the medical industry or any other intermediary. Through attacking, we find joy, courage, and strip the veneer of impenetrability held by these violent institutions. And for the allies of ours who doubt the authenticity of communiques and actions, there is a way you can get irrefutable proof that these actions are real. Go do one of your own. You are already one of us. Everyone with the urge to paint, to burn, to cut, to jam, now is the time. Go forth and manifest the things you wish to see. Stay safe and practice your cursive. Jane's Revenge. Did they just say history doesn't repeat, but it sh damn sure rhymes? Yes. Pops, have they been listening to your book? <laughs> you wrote it in the goddamn book, and there it happens. I just say, I don't. Mm. Jokes aside, though, like this is a declaration of war. And, and any time, if any of us who believed in freedom, believed in our constitutional rights, was to ever come anywhere remotely close to this, we'd be in prison. Ah, now here's the important thing. Right now, everyone is under the assumption that Roe v. Wade gets overturned. Right? Mm -hmm. What happens? Because you know how they release the the answers or the the decisions. It's based on seniority, right? So, uh, and uh, finished by Judge Roberts because he's the the chief justice, right? So they've already passed Alito. Alito was the one who read it. Which means that either they're doing this great mindfuck because they want to be the fuck out the country before they release it, or they convinced one of the conservative justices to flip. So what happens if Roe v. Wade doesn't get overturned? We know that we we know what happens if it does get overturned but what happens if it doesn't what happens if justice roberts said look all of these all of this craziness goes away if we just capitulate to me it means that the supreme court no longer has any authority they've been threatened they're already talking about in, in congress they're already talking about packing the court if it doesn't go the way that they want right that they're going to add four more justices to make sure that we have a liberal court for the next 10, 20, whoever, you know, because right now they have the numbers and after November, they probably won't. Right. So what happens when, uh, if it doesn't get overturned, like they were pressured into made the other decision. Do you think the right is going to do anything? No, the right. And that is my point. They learned in 2020 during the summer of love. They learned during all of the uh, during all of this time that the right may not like it, but they're not going to go to war. They're not going to burn cities down. The left does that. The squeaky wheel gets the grease. Maybe they're waiting until November. <laughs> well, let me let me say this. The right made the same mistake that some of people that used to be associated with us did. They chose peace at any cost. Peace at the cost of principle. Peace at the cost of security. Peace at the cost of your rights. Yep. So as far as I'm concerned, if no one stands up, they fucking deserve what they get. Fair. That's why, like, any 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 Republican or, you know, conservative who runs on the fucking moniker that we need to start a conversation and build a bridge, in my opinion, needs to fuck off. They never, ever, the left is never willing to meet in the middle. They're never willing to build a bridge, and they're never willing to discuss anything. It's their way or the fucking highway. At this point, like, you know what, I would... I hope this, if the Supreme Court has this and they're holding it, I hope they hold it to fucking November. They can't. They have to release it. They have to release it by. Uh, they they have a, a a cycle a session or uh, uh, a calendar, and they're out of the country from July until whenever they come back. So, they go on a teaching circuit. They they're going to release it. They have to. And they all they already had the leak. But what happens when the left, or what happens when the left influences the court? Because we're, we're you know, 
Because you know that they're only picketing in front of the 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 justices' house. What do you What do you do? It, it's a shame they're picketing in front of the justices' house, which was encouraged by fucking Peppermint Patty, and this is and is illegal, and it's fucking illegal, and nothing's being done. That's why I'm Not saying we already know that Congress is going to fuck us over. We already know that the executive branch is corrupt, that they are taking payouts, that they are trying to actively destroy the United States of America. Our only hope is that the judiciary can hold that line. But repeatedly, they have stabbed us in the back. We had a decision of Roe versus Wade being overturned. And we already had the decision that was leaked. Now, things could change. But you are not going to convince anyone that none of the intimidation changed the decision if the decision changes. Nobody's going to believe that they just came to it on their own. The same reason that the Supreme Court did not listen to the states that complained about December, uh, about the 2020 election. They refused to hear it because people stood outside of their houses and screamed at them. That they did not have the backbone to stand behind their convictions. They refused to even hear the cases. Now, with that being said, I'm going to address the audience and then we're getting out of here. Because I really have to be. So, here's here's what we're going to say. Patriots, constitutionalists, be prepared. Violence is coming. The only question you need to ask yourself is if, when the left does it, if you're going to defend what you believe in, or they influence the court, and what are you going to do? Ask yourself honestly. What are you going to do? Violence is inevitable. And with that, I'm Odin. This is Tyr. And we will see you, oh wait, on another episode of Winter's Call. Against all people that hell can come.